Hi, this is Dan Steele with your WASA Legislative Report for Monday, January 24th. This week, legislative committees continue to have full agendas working through hundreds of bills. Public hearings will begin to diminish soon as committees turn their focus to more executive action, with the legislature's first self-imposed cutoff deadline arriving. All policy bills must be adopted by their original House Policy Committee by February 3rd in order to remain alive. Bills with fiscal impacts must be out of their original House Budget Committee by February 7th in order to remain alive. It is important to know that bills failing to meet these deadlines will technically die. However, there are multiple ways to revive bills, so no bill is officially dead until the session ends. Fortunately, most of our highest priority bills have movement and some momentum. We do have to keep the pressure on, however, to ensure these bills don't stall. Priority bills that are moving include the following, Senate Bill 5595 and House Bill 1664 regarding staffing allocation enhancements requested by Governor Inslee and Superintendent Rakedahl, respectively. Both bills have passed out of their policy committee and away action by their respective fiscal committee. Senate Bill 5581 and House Bill 1808 regarding pupil transportation funding. The Senate bill passed from its policy committee and awaits action in the Ways and Means Committee. The House bill passed out of its fiscal committee and awaits action by the full House in the Rules Committee. Senate Bill 5563 regarding enrollment stabilization. This bill is actually passed out of its policy committee and awaits action in the fiscal committee. The House companion bill, House Bill 1590, has not yet been acted upon. House Bill 1699 regarding workforce shortage relief has been heard in the Appropriations Committee and is scheduled to be adopted on Tuesday. For more detail on these bills and others, please continue to follow WASA's legislative newsletter, This Week in Olympia, which is available on our website. There are other bills of interest on the move. House Bill 1732 which would delay the long-term care program, or Washington Cares, from being implemented for 18 months until July 2023. Legislative leaders and the governor agreed to fast-track this bill, and so far they've held to their promise. The bill passed the full House last week, was heard today in the Ways and Means Committee, and scheduled to be adopted by the committee tomorrow. The bill is expected to be out of the full Senate by the end of the week, followed by prompt action by the governor. So those of you who continue to debate whether or not you should withhold the payroll tax from employees' checks or not, you should have an answer about the status of this program in the next 7 to 10 days. By the way, if your district has started withholding employees' payroll taxes, it is important to know if House Bill 1732's delay is enacted, employers must remit the withheld amount back to employees within 120 days of the original premium collection. An issue of great concern is prejudgment interest as contained in Senate Bill 5155 and House Bill 1754. In short, under current law, if an individual, an entity, or a public agency, which includes school districts, is sued for torturous conduct and loses in court, interest on the penalty begins to run on the date the judge or the jury enters the verdict. 
Under Senate Bill 5155 and House Bill 1754, the interest clock would start in the date on which the cause of action occurred. In other words, as an example, if a seven-year-old child is molested at school, then sues when they are 21 years old, if the district loses, interest on the damages run almost 15 years. In some cases, this could bankrupt a district. Fortunately, when Senate Bill 5155 was passed by the Senate last week, an amendment was adopted stripping public agencies from the bill. Sponsors, supporters, and the Trial Lawyers Association are now on a full court press in the House to get this amendment rolled back. While neither of these bills are specifically education issues, if either was adopted, they could have major detrimental impacts on districts. We would encourage you to contact your legislators, especially if they sit on the House Civil Rights and Judiciary Committee, to encourage the bill to be set down or at the very least adopt the bill with the Senate adopted amendments. Another issue we've had to fight against the last several years is Senate Bill 5326. This bill would require private pupil transportation contractors to provide their employees the same level of benefits a school district provides its employees. It is nearly guaranteed a district's costs would go up if this bill passed because it's doubtful if a contractor would eat the costs. Instead, they would pass those costs on to the district. Of greater concern is the slippery slope. Would the next step be making the same change for other contractors and vendors? What about food service, or grounds and maintenance workers, even special ed or other education programs? Certainly, school administrators want employees to have good benefits and good retirement plans. But if the legislature thinks this bill is a good policy, they should pay for it. We continue to encourage you to engage in this legislative session. You've got a set of bills to support and a few to express concerns and oppose. If you have not yet engaged this session, now would be a great time to wade in. Finally, this Sunday, January 30th, WASA, WASDA, and WASBO members will gather together remotely for our annual legislative conference, followed by a virtual week on the Hill. There's still time to register, and we encourage you to join your colleagues as we advocate on behalf of our students, schools, and staff. Thank you for listening.